Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of If Songs Could Preach, a podcast by Sound and Worship. And today we have got a song that is pretty new to me and uh, from a band that's really new to me as well. And I hope you enjoy it. So the song is called Forsaken Me, and the band is My Soul Among Lions. And they sing basically to all psalms. So uh, just looking at their website, you can read a little bit about them. So if you go to mysoulamonglions.com, which I'm going to go ahead and pause and uh, let you know how I found this this artist, this band. Um, so I often mention the Sound and Worship, uh, Worship Music Discussions group that we have on Facebook, which continues to grow, and that's a great thing. Um, there's a lot of great brothers and sisters in there. I say that every single time, but it's true. Uh, a lot of people who are passionate about worship music, where worship music comes from, uh, are the lyrics not heretical? Uh, are the sources good? Uh, just great music. And a lot of times great music is shared. And that is the case. So uh, I won't say this person's last name, but their first name is Lucas. Uh, shout out to Lucas. Thank you for sharing this artist uh, so I could find this song and uh, look these guys up. But I will say, like when I first read the name, I was like, is this some kind of metal band or something like that? Or uh, It just sounds like those kind of names, but uh, honestly, I, I stumbled upon where the name comes from, and that is, I assume it comes from there, uh, but it comes from Psalm 57.4, which in the New American Standard Bible Translation reads, My soul is among lions. I must lie among those who devour, among sons of mankind, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue is a sharp sword. So, there you go. Pretty sure that's where that came from. And no, this is not a metal band, um, not by any means. And I'll talk about why I really like them. Um, not only because they cover the Psalms, which is really hard to go wrong there. Um, while I don't know a lot about them, um, after I read a little bit about them here, um, I'll tell you why I have kind of a special connection with these guys, even though I've never met them. Uh, and it has to do with the voice you're hearing right now. So we'll get we'll get to that. But anyway, so if you go to their website, mysolamonglines.com, they have a little section at the bottom that says it started when we were young. Uh, and just reading a little bit, a little bit of that, it says it started when we were young, learning to sing in church and to play piano and violin and drums. But it really started several years ago when God brought us together from across the country to a church in the crossroads of America. We started as church musicians, doing our best to figure out how to help God's people in worship week in and week out. We joined the hymn revitalization movement, and we wrote some new songs of our own. And then we discovered the tradition of psalm singing. Uh, going back to where they said revitalization of hymns movement, uh, we are still working on our uh, hymn restoration project, which is kind of cool to read there. It looks like they... Um, are doing a similar thing, and they're doing it wonderfully, uh, especially in comparison to to the progress that that uh, 
we've made so far, but hey, it's coming along. Anyways, um, going on from what they're saying, the more we read and the more we work, the more convinced we became that our church and churches across the country should be singing the Psalms. So what was stopping them? The answer was, e- the answer was easy. Nobody had done the work of putting the Psalms to modern music. Sure, some people had done some psalms and done them well, but nobody had tackled the whole book. It was a big job, big enough to take a lifetime, but somebody had to start somewhere. And like the good book says, with God, all things are possible. And uh, once again, you can go to their website and read the rest of that. But uh, really a cool project that they have going. And the thing that I really like about it, well, there's a lot. There's a lot of them. Uh, we recently, I recently put up a meme on the Sound and Worship social media pages um, about how there are psalm singers who just joyfully sing these lines in the psalms. Um, and, and if you listen to My Soul Among Lines, they, they really do. I won't say joyfully, but just I think they do it the right way. They, they sing the lyrics even when they're... Uh, you know, about crushing the enemy and stuff like that. Uh, they don't leave those parts out because why would you? It's in God's word. Um, and it is exactly what needed to be written because God inspired it. So we need to apply it and learn to apply it in the right ways. Uh, but they don't avoid that and they just sing it like it doesn't bother them a bit. And I love that. Um, and it's great. But the other connection that I have with these guys is the accent that you're hearing right now. Those guys, I think their accent is stronger, more thick than mine. I wish I, I need to do some more research and see if I can figure out where they're from. I know their um, little bio thing said that they were from across the country, but I'm telling you, the lead singer, there's only a few places that he could be from. Uh, <laughs> and I haven't met him or anything like that. Uh, but he has a Southern accent and it comes through in the music. He doesn't hide it. Uh, and I, I really like that about him. So we'll get into the song in just a little bit. Uh, we are covering a song that is, is basically based directly on Psalm 22, which is one of my favorite Psalms. It has been for a long time just because of all the kind of ties to prophecy from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Um, so I will talk about that a little bit. Uh, but also, and uh, this is this is something I really wanted to do this week. Uh, we had a listener reach out asking if another episode was going to be put together. And of course they are. Um, I'm not able to do them as frequently as I would like to, uh, but I hope that that picks up soon. And uh, I want to be sure and put together really good and meaningful episodes for you. Um, But I wanted to give a shout out to this person, and his name is Porter. And Porter, if you're out there listening, I really appreciate you listening. Uh, Your mom reached out and uh, let me know that you guys listen to the podcast all the time. Uh, So shout out to Porter in April. Um, Porter is is 10 years old. And how awesome is it that he is already uh, interested in 
looking into worship music, um, because I can't imagine you enjoying this podcast if you didn't uh, like to look into where worship music is coming from and what is good about worship music and how to tie it back to scripture and that kind of thing. So shout out to you, Porter. Hats off to you. Uh, I wish I could say the same thing about myself at 10 years old, but I was I was not where you're at. So uh, that is just great to hear. And uh, keep going on that on that track. And now getting into this week's episode, uh, we are just going to basically compare this song to Psalm 22. Uh, I'm going to go through it and stop as I normally would and just talk about what is being read, which is basically Psalm 22. Um, so that really, it makes it easy on me, honestly. And I can do, I cannot add anything to this that would uh, make it any more valuable than it already is. The message is Psalm 22. Uh, so let's start listening and start comparing. God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Far from my deliverer is my prayer. All day long I cry, but you don't answer me. In the night I groan, but you're not there. All right, so um, as we're looking at the first little part there, I'm just going to go ahead and read what corresponds to that in Psalm 22. And to do that, I'm using the Refer Bible app, which is an app that I put together uh, under the sound and worship kind of uh, platform, if you will. Uh, And it uses the BSB, which is the Berean Study Bible Translation. Uh, You can look into that at gotquestions.org. I know they wrote on it uh, and and had good things to say about it. Uh, I'm not particularly just choosing the BSB uh, because it's just like the only translation. (laughs) I'm not a BSB onlyist or anything like that. I love the NASB. Uh, the ESV is good. That you know, this is not the podcast to talk about Bible translations, but just to explain, um, you know, it's not like the uh, it's not like the Message translation or anything like that. Um, so, anyways, listen to that first part. He's definitely referencing the first part of Psalm 22, which says, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my words of groaning? I cry out by day, O my God, but you do not answer me, and by night, but I have no rest. All right, so going through that section, it definitely picks back up at uh, Psalm 22.3. It says, Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel, and you our fathers trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. They cried out to you and were set free. They trusted in you and were not disappointed. And I, I have to add about 
uh, the lead singer's accent when he says trust. And this won't be the first time that I tell you to go back and listen to this song, but the way he says trust, uh, I feel like that is exactly how I would say trust if I just let my accent just completely go free. Uh, So I love that. Um, But let's continue listening to this song. Now I know that I'm a worm and not a man Those who pass by me avert their eyes Even now my friends dismiss me out of hand I've become a fool to be despised Psalm 22, 6 says, But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They sneer and shake their heads. So that's what the first part of that little section um, talks about, is covering those two verses. Uh, And then this next verse will be verse 8. And I just imagine uh, the people that David's writing about saying this to him. Just imagine saying that to David, uh, what I'm about to read. So Psalm 22, 8 says, He trusts in the Lord. Let the Lord deliver him. Let the Lord rescue him since he delights in him. And I can just see how smart Alec those people were were, uh talking like, you know, talking to David. And uh, definitely there's a lot of that going on today uh, in even more subtle forms, but it's definitely happening. It was from my mother's womb Made me trust in you upon her breast Was it only so that I'd go in the tomb and God, I hope that I All right, so I want to read those lyrics to you in case you didn't uh, get what was said there. So it said, You it was who brought me from my mother's womb, made me trust in you upon her breast. Was it only so that I'd go in the tomb? God, I hope that I can pass the test. And I just thought I would interpret that because I, I needed to look up. I, I kind of knew what it said, but us Southerners, sometimes this accent, I'm telling you, uh, it is hard to pick up on <laughs> sometimes. So just wanted to reiterate that. But uh, that was definitely covering Psalm 22, starting in 9, uh, verse 9. It says, Yet you brought me forth from the womb. You made me secure at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast upon you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Now, this next part is about to really transition. Um, it, it goes to this really good transition point, and it it's almost turns into an entirely different song, if that makes any sense. But uh, let's listen to this. It just says, oh, over and over, but it kind of builds into the next part of the song.
So be on the lookout. It's about to start singing about Psalm 22:11. Be not far from me, my Lord. Can't you hear the lion's roar? Bashan's bulls stand all around. I'm poured like water out on the ground. I'm out of joint, I'm short of breath My mouth can't taste the dust of death My heart's like wax, my body's beat They've pierced me through my hands and feet Alright, so that part is definitely starting out with verse 11 So it says, Be not far from me, for trouble is near And there is no one to help And continuing on, that little section actually covered a good bit. Um, Going on to verse 12. Many bulls surround me. Strong bulls of Bashan encircle me. They open their jaws against me like lions that roar and maul. I am poured out like water and all my bones are disjointed. My heart is like wax. It melts away within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. And my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. And then 16, for dogs surround me, a band of evil men encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet. For my clothes, they roll the dice. My God, my God, I've paid the price. A bruised and broken pot of clay. I need you, Lord, do not delay. Will I live to see another day? Oh. All right, so picking up in verse 17, I don't know that they covered this exactly. I may go back and listen and realize they did. Uh, But 17 says, I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. Uh, And then I know that that first part of this last section starts out with verse 18, where it says they roll the dice. um, Because Psalm 22, 18 says... They divide my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. And if I'm using the Refer app here, uh, I can quickly use the cross-reference tab and click on Psalm 22:18 and see that Matthew 27:35 uh, references. There's definitely a cross-reference here. Uh, and that verse, Matthew 27:35 says, "When they had crucified him, they divided up his garments by casting lots." Uh, and you can go through and see a lot of the parallels that are in Psalm 22. Uh, some of the references are stronger than others, of course. Uh, some of them are almost a direct quote or even a direct quote. Uh, some of them are more uh, just kind of a loose connection, but still you can really go through and um Use it as a tool to compare Old Testament to New Testament, even Old Testament to other parts in the Old Testament. Uh, and so on. But just picking back up, and these, this section, the last section, kind of bounce back and forth, but uh, it seems that it goes all the way through verse 21. So starting in 19, it says, But you, O Lord, be not far off. O my strength, come quickly to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my precious life from the power of wild dogs. Save me from the mouth of the lion. At the horns of the wild oxen, you have answered me. And then it gets into this next part of the song, uh, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Oh, 
are met in your house once again I lifted high up to heaven Let his rule stand full of all before him Oh yeah, so definitely uh, picking up at Psalm 22:22, there are referencing these verses that follow. So 22:22, I will proclaim your name to my brothers. And he says, my brethren, <laughs> um, I will praise you in the assembly. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All descendants of Jacob, honor him. All offspring of Israel, revere him. Uh, this is definitely not your typical kind of genre that you would associate with worship music, I guess, but I really like it. Uh, a lot of talent is being played, uh, very much seems to be played to the glory of God, which is the only reason to do it. And uh, yeah, it's great. So let's listen to the, the next part of this song. God will not broken Lord turn his back when they cry out for grace I'll pay the vows I have spoken before the there when I stood in his place he feels the poor of contented their bellies warm and their hearts beat anew come all you tired and tormented Worship the Lord who's been gracious to you. Worship the Lord who's been gracious to you. All right, so that part definitely seems to cover verse 24 and some other sections and maybe even some kind of generalized themes from Psalm 22 um, and and just God's truth. But uh, Psalm 22 24 says, For he has not despised or detested the torment of the afflicted. He has not hidden his face from him, but has attended to his cry for help. And then uh, I, I believe it covers 25 as well. So, my praise for you resounds in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear you. And we only have a few more verses left. I believe this song is about to break into sort of a a, kind of an instrumental phase here. Uh, So let's get into it. Our God is ruler of the nations. Go tell the poor, tell their princes and their kings. Tell to the children of all future generations, He is God and He has done amazing things. All right, so uh, I believe this this part more so kind of gets into verses 27, 28, uh, because, uh, and I'll, I'll explain why, but let's not skip any of these verses. Uh, Psalms twenty two twenty six. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise Him. May your hearts live forever. Then picking up in 27, it says, All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations will bow down before Him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and He rules over the nations. So that part definitely 
definitely covers that part. So let's keep going. Go tell the poor, tell their princes and their kings. Tell to the children of our future generations, he is God and he has done amazing things. All right, so that's kind of a, they, they start to repeat that little line that covers the last part of the uh, of this psalm. But let's go ahead and read another verse that is definitely kind of, it's referencing the whole chapter. So verse 29, all the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust kneel before him, even those unable to preserve their lives. So let's keep going. I will say we're going to skip a part and not because I don't want to hear it. I love it. It's a good, it's another instrumental portion. Uh, but as far as covering the nature of the song, I don't think there's anything that I could add there. Um, but we'll go into the very last part and then we'll read the rest of this psalm. Talk for just a minute and let's get into it. All right, what a great song. And I definitely encourage you guys to go back and listen to it. Let's cover these last two verses in Psalm 22. Uh, and that will be verses 30 and 31, which says, Posterity will serve him. They will declare the Lord to a new generation, which really corresponds to that that kind of uh, line that they keep singing over and over again about a future generation. And the last verse says, They will come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, all that he has done. And that certainly is us, isn't it? Um, the righteousness of Christ has been proclaimed to us in the gospel uh, and God's word. And um, God has used people to preach the gospel. Um, you and I are most likely are one of them if you're listening to this podcast. But if you uh, are not someone who has heard the gospel or who would like to hear it again, uh, I'll just share with you Romans 10, 9 that says, and if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with your heart you believe and are justified, and with your mouth you confess and are saved. Um, folks who are listening to this podcast, uh, we are all sinners. I look back on my past and just cringe at, at some of the sins that I've committed. Um, and I encourage you, if you've never done that, to, to take a look and, and be honest with yourself. Um, we've all sinned and fallen short. And we've all done cringeworthy sins for sure. Uh, and we need to be redeemed. And the only way that that can be done is, is through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. Um, so if you would repent of your sins and believe that Jesus died and rose again, uh, he offers to stand in your place and to cover your sins. So I definitely encourage you to do that if you have not. Um, that is the most important thing that you could ever do 
in your life. Uh, and it's God that does that. And he may be using the gospel right now to speak to you. All glory to him. We should all be completely grateful to God for that. We have done nothing to deserve his salvation. Uh, we've done nothing to deserve him to reveal the truth to us um, because it is when God does that that we can see uh, the truth. We have to rely on him to do that. Uh, and he, his word says that when the word is is preached, how will they hear without a preacher is what, what his word says. And he uses that sovereignly to to save. So my message to you, if, if this is your first time hearing the gospel, is repent and believe the gospel. I can't tell you anything uh, greater of greater importance than that. Um, but guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this, uh, this song that we covered today, um, Forsaken Me by My Soul Among Lions. Uh, I've attempted to, to add some fair use analysis to this song and just talk about some of the great things about it. Uh, we talked about the accent that the singer has that is completely not important, but I just happen to like it. Um, and we just talked about how it's about Psalm 22. And uh, I really enjoyed going through this song. I really encourage you to go back and listen to it. You can find their music on pretty much every streaming platform, if not all of them. I actually purchased a song from Bandcamp. Uh, you can do that. You can pay, um, you know, a dollar or you can pay more than that if you want to bless those guys some more. Uh, so that is definitely uh, something I would encourage you to do. And if you're new to Sound and Worship, please head over to soundandworship.com. That is uh, what existed before this podcast ever did. And it's a website designed to point brothers and sisters to solid worship music, um, not worship music that is from sources who are false teaching. Um, but Sound and Worship is designed to uh, encourage you to look into where music, worship music is coming from, look into the lyrics. Look into the ministries that worship music that you're using is um, supporting and that many churches are are using and supporting. Um, so head over there, soundandworship.com. Uh, you can find some playlists there that uh, is definitely growing. A lot of people are, more and more people are uh, on Spotify and, and maybe even uh, the other streaming apps are subscribing or following that the that playlist so if you want to check out the playlist that we have i think it's up to 101 songs now uh, and we hope that that continues to grow and that's obviously the plan uh, and that grows from faithful brothers and sisters that are listening and that are in our facebook group uh, and talking to us about um artists that they've come across and great songs and things like that which is how this episode came about. Um, so hats off to everyone that has been a part of it. I often say we at Sound and Worship uh, at the moment it's just myself that's actually doing, uh, you know, putting the podcast together and putting the website together, but it's definitely uh, a collective effort of working with brothers and sisters, especially in that Facebook group and those who reach out and email and things like that. Um, at the time of this recording, I think Parlor is back, so you can check us out on Parlor. 
Facebook, as I've mentioned. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel that we want to continue to grow out. And we're going to keep working on the project that we have going on of restoring hymns. And hopefully the next episode will be about that. If not, I will get back to you guys as soon as I can um, because I, I enjoy I enjoy doing it and enjoy talking about worship music. Uh, please feel free to reach out to to me if you want to. You can do that at soundandworship at gmail.com. And if possible, I will get back as soon as, as I can. Um, thank you to those who have left reviews. Uh, if you listen on an Apple device, I personally don't have one, but apparently Apple podcast reviews are pretty powerful. So I would encourage you to leave a, a review for us there if you desire to. And that's about it, I believe. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week or weekend, whichever time you're listening to this podcast. And we will see you guys soon. God bless.